Oh, you're welcome back. And uh, quite a lot of people on to us with uh, various different queries for uh, John Lynch. And what we'll do is we'll stack them up and we'll send them on to uh, John to have a look at them. And we'll either deal with them next time round or indeed uh, John will uh, deal with you uh, personally. Now, The Girl with Stars in Her Eyes by Eleanor O'Kelly Lynch is the second book following the lives of Doll Redmond and her family. It's uh, described as a life-affirming story about the fragility of family relationships, about love and hope and about how when the heart dreams deeply, magic can happen. I'm I'm delighted to say that Eleanor O'Kelly Lynch is with me in studio. Good morning to you, Eleanor. Morning, Fran. Thanks for having me. And it's lovely, lovely to see you indeed. Um, This is a follow-up, essentially, isn't it? Because we're back to the Redmond family as well. Will you just remind us about the previous book? I will, of course. We're back to the Redmond family. You're right, Fran. I wrote about them during, well, during lockdown I finished the book, I suppose. And it's about a family who are struggling. Um, And a lot of people can relate to that. Um, We've got the dad, Dan, who's, I think, a little bit depressed, a little bit down, a little bit confused. He's being pursued by a beautiful girl, a woman in the bank uh, where he works. Um, The mother, uh, Sally, is overwhelmed um, and she's she's imploding, really, and doesn't even realise it. Um, We have the main character, I suppose, in the book is Dahl. She's 11 years old. She's got special needs, but she's in despair and her life is joyless and very limited and that is having an impact a ripple effect obviously on the parents relationship on the mother's mental health and indeed on her bigger sister Andy who's 15 um She's invisible as far as she's concerned in book one. Nobody sees her in the family. Because Dahl has special needs and as you know yourself, because you have a daughter with special needs, that the spotlight is probably always on the child with special needs. And sometimes then the siblings can be transparent. Yes, and you absolutely said it, Fran, because many, many years ago, in fact, 31 years ago, when Lauren was born, a friend of mine who was a social worker actually said that to me. She said, oh, and siblings get just sidelined completely obviously you know accidentally because the child has so many needs and and if the child does something good it's like oh look you know for example mm. in the book look at doll look what she's doing oh my god oh this is terrible doll is sick the doll as you know andy says in the book the sister it's doll this doll yes. that yeah. Where am I in all of this? And then, of course, she meets the bad boy, maybe, or the boy from the wrong side of the track. So that sort of causes its own complications. And that was book one. So they were all sort of in a bit of a whirl. Um, And also in book one, Dahl dreams deeply Mm. about escaping her life. As she says herself, um, I want out. Yes. Now, just to make clear, she can't communicate. No, she can't speak. Um, She can only have limited food, she's quite ill she gets pneumonia, she gets lots of different infections, she's got stomach upsets um, she can walk yes. just about uh, very motor skills not great. But in um, her imagination like in her, Pegasus she can take yes. flight. And we hear her thoughts obviously yes. we don't hear her speaking, yeah. we hear her thoughts, she wants to take flight and she believes in the angels and she believes in something out there, some magic that will bring her to through some portal into a better world. Mm. As she says herself, I've seen it on the telly. You know, there's magic carpets. There's all sorts of things out there, all sorts of magic. And then imagine this magic does happen. A doll arrives from Africa for her birthday and through and with that doll, Nanan, she is transported through that portal to another world where she 
becomes the person she could have been. The, she can the heroine. The heroine. Yes. And she's not there for fun and games, Fran. She's there to um, complete a mission. Yes. So it's all quite serious. The Council of Grandmothers sit her down and leave her know, you are not here just to have fun. But she finds herself there. She finds her courage. She she goes over hills and mountains. She meets friends. She's betrayed. She's danger. So the mission is all very much the hero's journey. And this idea, did this all come from the idea that your daughter, Lauren, might have this alternative universe herself? Is that, is that- Yeah, because, you know, I read up about this and you know they do say that we live different versions Mm. of ourselves that we live in sort of alternative universes and that we all have there's many Fran Curries, there's many Eleanor O'Kelly Lynch's Mm. but we live sort of simultaneously different lives and I thought that was lovely idea because if, if our lives here and most of our lives here are a lot more than tolerable, actually. They can be very good. There's lots of joy in life. We, we get a lot out of life. Who You know, very few people want to leave their lives when the time yeah. comes. Um, but but in, for certain lives, you know, they're very blighted. They're very limited and very sad. There's a lot of grief. There's a lot of loss. Like with this child mm. doll, she feels her future is the same as her past, is the same as her present, just flat and joyless. And... Um, the idea that if your life was like that here, that you could have another life somewhere else where you'd be having a ball. I love that idea. I love that idea yeah. too. My, my only issue with the book, and I found great sadness in this, mm. was that, and we, I'm, I'm going to be very careful and not be <laughs> spoiling this uh, story. Oh but yes, no spoilers. I, I, I don't think this was spoiled to say that when she takes off on her next flight, yes, she is looking at the possibility of not coming back. Yes. Now it's funny that you bring up that, Fran, because you know something? When it came to writing the second book, I wrote it because I sort of missed the Redmonds. And you know, I really wrote it. I was so excited about Dahl's journey and what she achieved and the fun she had and how intuitive she was and how clever she was and how all her qualities had sort of come to the fore in this other life. And I thought, I cried myself when she came back into her body, Mm. um, which isn't really a spoiler because obviously Mm. it wouldn't be book Mm. two if she didn't. Um, But when I finished that book, I I really yearned, I did, to take her off again. I said, she needs to go back. And you know why I felt that? Because I said, if it was me and, and I was dull and I was back in my couch and I couldn't really walk and I couldn't talk and I couldn't communicate and I had pains, I had aches and, and I was lonely and upset and I I was doing my best as she had been advised you know cut through the skin of despair the grandmother said you know cut through it in life we need to cut through our despair if we can Mm. and find you know the custard underneath maybe but um, she she found it hard to do that and I thought well if that was me I want to go back and and if I went back I think I might want to stay to stay in, in, in this alternative view. Is, al- is that how you, you, you would describe it? Yes. Is it, it's a, not, a, a fantasy wouldn't really describe it, would it? Do you know, when, when we use the word fantasy, people then think of fantasy books and it yeah, isn't really... Yeah, it's not you know, that either. Not, yes, it's, yes, it's, it's it is really, an alternative yeah, universe. It's, just not, it's kind of like a bit yes. of magic realism. It's, it's, I know it's not real, but, you know, to me it's nearly real. 
Yes. Yeah, I, I, you know, somebody said, but she doesn't really actually physically go off, does she, when she swoops out the window there and heads off up over the rooftop. She doesn't actually go to that other world beyond the moon. Uh, it's just in her head, isn't it, Eleanor? And I thought, no, no she does she go. She does go, yeah. For me. Yes, of course, yeah. <laughs> so it's not Did just it take it? And, and this is the other thing that struck me, particularly when I was finishing it last night. Did this take a lot out of you? Because it's very emotional at times and it's very kind of... It's it's looking into your heart at times, isn't it? It is. I think the first book, I won't say it took something out of me, but I think for the first book, there was... I did cry at certain... Because, you know, the book is fiction. Yes. So it's not my autobiography. Yes, of yes. But having said that, of course, it's rooted in my experience of being a mother with a child who has, you know, severe learning difficulties um, and who has been um, very sad in her life mm. and disengaged and sort of wrapped in her own little world. It is heartbreaking. So writing about it is obviously heartbreaking too. But book two, I felt... Book two was, for me, a bit more hopeful, I suppose. Mm, yes. um, she was getting another stab at it. And who knows? She might go back again. And I, that idea of would she stay, a lot of people said, what would she say? Would she really leave her mum and dad and her family? And I thought, if it was me, because I, I am, in a way, when she's off having her adventures and her challenges... I'm I'm literally next to her going, go on, you can do it. Um, and I think if I was her friend and she said, will I go back? I'd probably say to her, stay. Right. But we don't know, of course, until... Of course. Yes, of course, what happens. Of course, and <laughs> yeah. we won't be giving away any of that. <laughs> no. um, do you wish this extra dimension for Lauren? Do you, do you wish she had that? I do. Yes, yes I do. I don't know if I'd like to stay, though. <laughs> no, no, no. Well, I mean... Do you, I, I, I do wish yes. that, yes. I, yeah. I wish that for everyone yes. who, who struggles a lot. And do you lot. get any indication from your daughter that there may be something else there? Do you get any? Do you know... It's hard. Like, obviously, she doesn't communicate very well, say, with eye contact. Now, obviously, words, there's no words. Um, eye contact and that she is, 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 I won't say it's minimal. It's better than it used to be. Um, you know what she wants. But the idea of what is going on in her head, and I, I don't know. I wonder, what does she dream of? Yes, what do you like I, to know? I'm fascinated. What does she dream of? Does she, does she dream of stories, you know? What is going on? But there's a lot going on in our heads yes. that, you know, and a lot going on within us that we haven't, we don't know. Because the fictional character, Doll, I mean, there is a lot going on in her head. And yes. in her head, she's extremely eloquent. And she's, yes, 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 she is in her own way. Yeah. You see, she, she has a voice. Yes. Because, of course, if she didn't have a voice, Fran, I wouldn't be able to write the book. Do you yes, know what yeah, I mean? Because course, yeah. I think her voice is a strong voice. Yeah. I, she's she's a bit of a character. Yes. She's a bit of a rogue. She's got a great sense of humour and she's got a sort of, um, you know, a sort of a a wry look. You know, she, she sees she, through people. She does indeed. And uh, I'll tell you what, oh God, I'm not spoiling. But anyway, the communion scene, I just found that so funny because she was looking at the others. <laughs> yes. And she, <laughs> she was very disparaging about herself, and you, yes. you know it was just. But she was saying dream. about the the holy little girls with their ringlets. The you know, butter wouldn't melt. <laughs> you know, angels with dirty faces. Yes. Of course, these are words from my own childhood in Drangarvan. The teachers yeah. used to say to us, "Oh, butter wouldn't melt," but, yeah. and you're just angels with dirty faces. Which I always thought I didn't understand what that meant. Wasn't it wasn't good anyway. Yeah. How much of you is in Sal? In Sally? Uh, how much? 
I suppose there's bits of me in there. Yeah. There are bits of me in Sally. Sally's the mother, by the way, just for Sally's the mum. Yeah. And and Sally struggles. Sally's very anxious. And of course now she she is convinced that Dan is not being straight mm. with her and he's mm. withholding a secret. And she's right. Mm. Um but she's fearful of bringing it out into the... She's fearful of asking him because she doesn't know if he's mm. going to tell her the truth. And But that's very human. It is human. It? Yeah. And, and then, you know, because there's so many complications with Dal mm. and indeed Andy, because all, you know, she's oh. still with the um, the bad boy, I call mm. him, but I think he's gorgeous. Mm. Um, but he's from the wrong side of the track. The parents don't approve. But, um, but there's, oh yes, there's more trouble with Andy. So nothing is going smoothly for these four people. Um, but yeah, there's bits of me, I think. There's bits of me, actually, Fran, in all the characters. Yeah, isn't that yeah, interesting? there are yeah. bits of me in all the characters. That's great. I, I said to you last time round, Eleanor, that I felt it was... I, I, I could see this being on TV or film because it's so visual. Do you, do you know what I mean? That's lovely to hear yeah. that, Fran. Yeah, no, a few people have said that yeah, to me and I any, love that. Is there any talk of that? Or, you know? Oh, do you know anyone? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what? I... I would imagine. I mean, the very notion. I mean, do you know when I say about the book is about dreaming deeply and believing in dreams? Like, I mean, it was a dream for me to write this book and then to come out and write a sequel. Like, that was a real dream. So dreams can happen. And maybe now I should start dreaming about so, a movie yeah. or even a cartoon version or something because I do think it lends itself to sort of... Is there a possibility that, that there may be another book in the Redmonds? Do you know what? There is going to be one more. Right, okay. (laughs) Are you already writing that? I've just started. Okay. Um, I've stopped and started a few times but I have a sort of a plot written Mm. and and I really don't know like at the start of the book I really don't know what's going to happen to Dahl but it's, Mm. I'm invested in seeing that she rests easy wherever she ends up you know and um so, so the third book, I, I think that will be the third book will be it. But there'll be a lot of adventure in book three. Very yeah. good indeed. And you found it a bit easier to write book two. Didn't I did. You? Yeah. Do yeah. you know why? I think, Fran, because the characters were already in my head mm. and in my pen, and the world of Almazova was created. Mm. Mm. So I didn't have to do any of that. And as I say, being from Dungarvan originally. In, in my head, the streets and the beach and the, the sea wall, that's Don Garvin. You know, Glen Garvin is actually Don Garvin. Um, maybe not the exact streetscape, but yes. I go, and Andy is probably me at 15, you know, sort of bits of her. So, um, so when you write book two, that's all done for you. It's like the set is done. So it's not as difficult then to, you know, Perfect start from scratch. Indeed. Well, it's called The Girl With Stars In Her Eyes and it's by Eleanor O'Kelly Lynch. And I presume it's in all this, the shops at this point. It is. It? It's... Um, I'm actually going in now to the Worm uh, bookshop Book in Thurlis. Yes. Mm. Um, it's in um, many Eastern stores. Mm-hmm. Um, it's on my website as well, mm-hmm. so I can whiz it in the post yes. to and anybody. The, the website, the is, website is literally Eleanor O'Kelly Lynch. Mm. Okay. You know, Fair and it's on Amazon as well, yeah. and it's on Kindle. You know, yeah. so yeah, if yeah. if you want and to pick I it up, I would highly recommend. It's a gorgeous read. It's just a gorgeous read. Again, it's called The Girl with Stars and Her Eyes. Do you know what's interesting about it as well? Just from a personal point of view is. Mm. Um, 
Nan Nan. Yes. Um, I called my grandmother Nan Nan. Yeah, some, yes, yeah. yeah. And, and I had never called, heard anybody else really? do that before. I had never yeah. heard, you know. So yes, yeah, yeah. Well, that's that. good. You yeah. found a little bit of common ground I did. there. I so did. I yeah. did indeed. Congratulations, Eleanor. Good to see you today. Thanks. Thanks, Thanks very, very much, much, Fran. Appreciate it. All right, we'll take a break. We're back with more in just a moment. Join the conversation in Tipperary. Contact us through Facebook, Twitter or email tiptoday at tipfm.com. Tip Today with Fran Curry. With Slattery's Garage, puck on. You can't beat experience. With over 50 years maintaining Peugeot cars and vans, we like to call ourselves the experts. Call Slattery's Garage for a free vehicle health check today. 067 24111 or slatterysgarage.ie. 